This morning, I would like to title my sermon as Don't Put It Under a Basket. Can you say that with me? Don't put it under a basket. So we are going to read from Matthew chapter 5, verses 14, 15, and 16. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14, 15, and 16. 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. These are few scriptures from what Jesus spoke as he was preaching, sitting on the mound. That sermon is called the Sermon on the Mound. And as Jesus was talking about many other things, Jesus also said, looking at the disciples and also looking at the crowd around them, and he said, you are the light of the world. Can you say that with me? You are the light of the world. Who are the light of the world? You are the light of the world. That's what Jesus said. So this morning, I just want to you know, center my sermon exactly in these three, three scriptures. And I want to talk about, don't put it under a basket. Don't put it under a basket. You know, this morning, this sermon is very, very important. Forget all my previous sermons. Just remember this morning's sermon. Right? I do that every Sunday. I say that every Sunday. Forget all my previous sermons and remember this Sunday morning service sermon that's very very important and Jesus told the disciples you are the light of the world Jesus looked at the people around them and said you are the light of the world can you turn your neighbor and say you are the light of the world everybody once again you are the light of the world that's what Jesus said you are the light of the world so number one for us to become light of the world we need what light we need light and as i stand here you need light to see me right in fact you need more light to see me right so we need light to see something and jesus is saying you are the light and for us to become light we need light and can we produce light Yes? Yes, we can produce light. How? Oh, turn on the tube light. It, light comes, right? So by ourselves, we cannot really generate light. Correct? So what are the light sources we know? Sun. Moon. Moon is the light source. Very good. Excellent. You should go as a physics lecturer. Right? So what are the sources of light? Sun, stars, what? Sorry? Yeah, somebody said galaxies? Galax galaxies, and then what else? Sorry? Earth? Sorry, electricity. Okay, sorry. Right, so we have a natural resources which produce light, and we also have artificial or man made sources of light. 
right so the natural sources like sun and the stars and the galaxies and the meteorites and all those kind of objects that are floating around in the heaven they are able to produce light right but not certainly the planets but the planets what they do sun moon star sorry sun sorry moon and all the other planets including earth they reflect light right they reflect light but jesus is saying you are the light of the world ultimately who is the light god is the light that's what bible says in first john chapter 1 verse 5 there is the this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that god is light and in him no darkness at all you know whatever light source we see today even though they are very bright there is still darkness even in sun there are dark spots right darkness is everywhere even in the light sources darkness are still seen but god is bible says god is light and in him there is no darkness at all so god is the ultimate source of light and you know what jesus brought this source of light into the earth into the earth who brought this light jesus bible says in john chapter 8 verse 12 then jesus spoke to them again saying i am the light of the world he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life god said god is the light and jesus is saying i am the light of the world and now jesus looked at the disciples and the people around him and he said you are the light of the world so for us to become light sources we need light and we can get light from god through son jesus christ how can we become light of the world how can we become light of the world any idea let's read one scripture first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 5 paul says you are sons of the light you are all sons and daughters of light and sons and daughters of the day we are not of the night not of the dark what does it say what does the scripture say you are we are sons of light so paul writes saying that you are children of light and this morning the question is how that light comes into our lives simple answer is invite the light who is the light jesus is the light invite the light into our lives invite the light into our lives we cannot create light by ourselves but we can invite jesus into our hearts when jesus comes into our heart light comes in the moment you walks inside the room you turn on the light the darkness leaves darkness cannot stay once you turn on the light it's light everywhere there is no darkness in the same way when jesus comes into our lives there is no darkness it is light everywhere how many of us are saved here how many of us are saved all of us right all of us are saved otherwise i'm going to pray for you right so you both know what is salvation no yes no little bit yeah before they leave pradima is going to teach them right what is salvation that's important right so she's going to sit with you 
and tell you, and if she doesn't tell you any, you're going to tell me, okay? <laughs> I'm sure she'll tell you. She'll teach you. You know, it's important. We have Jesus in our lives. So when we have Jesus in our lives, Bible says the light of the world who came to this world comes into our hearts, comes into our lives. And that's where we can become, that's how we can become light of the world. And those who are saved, when you got saved, how you got salvation? Anything that comes like a flashing light in front of you? Yes? No. How Jesus came into your life? He made so much noise when he was coming. A lot of bands going on and everything. He came that way? No. How? Peacefully. Right? Then how? What else? Yeah, we are burdened with our sin. And how do you know that Jesus comes into your life? Sorry? He washed your sins. How do you know that Jesus came and did all these things in your life? Joy. Holy Spirit. How do you know? Nobody has answered my question yet. How do you know that Jesus came into your life and washed your life? How do you know? Somebody said, what? What? You believe that. Yeah, man. You believe that. How do you know Jesus came into this, wo this world and into your life? Now somebody's looking at me like this. Jesus came into this world and into your life. How do you know? By? By faith. Can you say that with me? By? Faith. We know that Jesus has come into this world and he has come into my life. By? Faith. Not by seeing a light. Not by seeing a light. Not by seeing a dream. No. You don't need a dream to receive Jesus Christ. You just believe. You believe what? You believe the word of God. You believe that Jesus came to this world because it is written. And since it is written, once I accept Jesus, I become a children. I become children of God. Now I know that I am a child of God. Otherwise, just remove that faith from your life. You are just nothing. You are like an ordinary beggar who doesn't have Jesus Christ. It's only by faith. Only by faith. I'm coming to my point soon. Number two, your light must be shining. If we want to become light, it's not enough one day we receive Jesus Christ, but our light should become, become, can you say that with me? Become shining. Our light must be shining our lamps must be burning you know it's like maintaining a light if you have a lamp in your house you have different methods to maintain that you know how many of us use that all the chimney light and those kind of small lights most of us right right i mean when i was born in my I, my, my till my i think eighth grade or seventh grade or eighth grade there was no light if you want to study light, you need to come to the street. Street lights was there. So we used to sit under the street light and study. But in, at home, we have only the kerosene light, right? Whatever your lantern or whatever way you call it is, that kind of light. But that light needs to be maintained. It needs fuel. You need to refuel it, the lamp, and we need to trim the wick, correct? And also you need to clean the shade, the light shade, otherwise it will become smoky, right? Black light won't come out 
So you need to clean that. And every day your grandmother, you know, he comes and he sits and stretches her leg and she takes some cloths and, you know, kept on cleaning, cleaning. Right, Smitha? So she knows now what I'm talking about. So, so you know, kept on cleaning, cleaning, cleaning and, and keep all these things ready and before it becomes dark so that you start having light everywhere. And you know what? Sometimes we need to collect the ashes. We need to do all these kind of things for a light to continue burning. Our lamp must be constantly maintained to burn. It's not enough that Jesus, one po some point of time we gave our life to Jesus. Every day it is important. It is a daily affair. Because daily we need Jesus in our lives. You know, sometimes we take things granted. We say that, oh, Jesus died for me. I know that. We take things granted. But Jesus wants us to have him every day. Have the relationship with him every day. Have the, you know, have the practice of talking to him every day. Praying to him every day. Then only our lights will be shining. Our lamp will be glowing or burning. We need to continue to emit emanate light that's what bible says we need to continue to emanate the fragrance of christ can you say that with me fragrance of christ now if i come and sit next to you i'll get some fragrance don't i yes right and that fragrance is going to tell me really whether you had a bath this morning or not right if i get too much of fragrance that means there is something wrong right somebody's taking a deep breath now <sighs> who's standing next to me <laughs> fragrance sometimes we are so busy but these fragrance these perfumes really help us right yeah so bible says we need to continue to emanate the fragrance of christ have you ever experienced smell the fragrance of Christ? Have you ever smelled? Have you thought of that? How do you do it? How do you continue to emanate the fragrance of Christ? Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 15 says, Paul writes, For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Both of them need to see Christ in our lives, daily lives. Both of them need to see those who are saved and those who are perishing. Both of them need to experience the fragrance of Christ in our lives. That fragrance of Christ is seen in our lives through our behaviors. Through our words. The way we love people. The way we care for people. Through our characters, the fragrance of Christ is seen. And the light of Christ, the light to be seen among people, it is seen through our behavior, our character. Our characters are molded when we sit and read the word of God, when we listen to the word of God, when we allow ourselves to be, to be, to be corrected and instructed by the Holy Spirit. You know, that's how we change and we continue to emanate the fragrance of Christ through our lives. Number three, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And Jesus also said, nobody will light a lamp 
and put it under a basket. Then it's of no use. No use of that light. No one will light the lamp and put it under a basket. Where it must be kept? It must be kept on the lamp stand. That's what they do in the olden days. They kept the light, light the light, and then keep, it on the, keep the light on the very high place, elevated place, so that you know it will shine to the entire house. So once we have Christ in us, we become the light of the world. The world needs our light. The world needs our light. Because we are capable of shining, showing the light to others. So the world is in need of our light. Because the world is living in darkness. Someone you know, who is going through a terrible time in his life, he doesn't know how to come out of it. Maybe it may be addiction, may it be something else that he is dealing with. May it be a frustration in his life. He doesn't know how to come out of it. But then because Christ lives in you, you have the light. You have the light of the world. And God wants us to keep our lights on the lampstand, not to cover our lights with the basket. Just going to talk a little bit about what are the baskets, what are the couple of baskets that we have in our lives. We try to cover Christ in our lives. We are so you know, restricted to show Christ to outside world. Number one, what are those baskets? Number one, fear. Can you say it with me? Fear. So, you know, because of fear, because we are so afraid, we don't want to talk about Christ. Basket number one. When we come to church, we slowly open the basket. When we go, to ho go home, it's half closed. When we go to work, it's fully closed. Right? In the workplace, if we come and see you all carrying a basket on your head, but not in the right way, but in the upside down. All our faces are covered with the basket. Basket of fear. Oh, somebody will know that I'm a Christian. Somebody may think that I go to church. And if they come and ask me, what do, they, what do answer I give? They ask me, why you believe in Christ? What do I tell? So afraid. So afraid. Really, so afraid. And you would come to a decision. Better let me not open my basket. I will always hide under the basket. Number two basket, selfishness. It's between me and my God. Have you come across such people? I have come across many of them. Pastor, you don't understand what I'm saying. Because it is bet between me and my God. And I belong to him. He belongs to me. Praise the Lord. Our light is not shown outside because of our selfishness. We are selfish at times. We think that Jesus died only for me. It's good in one, one way, but it's also important that Jesus died for the whole world. With our selfishness, we cannot cover the light. You know, God has given that light in every one of our lives. Nobody is different in that way. Because it is the same Christ, it's the same salvation in your life and my life. It's no different at all. Number three, basket. Low self-esteem or humility. Sometimes we think that, oh, what, are, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How can I be a witness for Christ? What are you saying? It's your job to preach Christ. It's not my job. 
Sometimes we think that way. Low self-esteem or humility. Sometimes, you know, we are afraid, so afraid of the language. You know, if they ask something, what can I do? Again, fear factor, low self-esteem, humility. Those are the baskets we put over ourselves. The light of Christ is not able to come out of our lives. Number four, unwillingness to learn. Sometimes, you know, we think that we are done with our learning. No, we need to learn more. Another basket. Number fifth basket, our family and tradition. We have a huge family list. My father, grandfather, great-grandfather, they were deacons in my church. Right? Or they were pastors. They were pastoring somewhere. They have a great tradition. And by doing and knowing all these traditions, we forget, we fail. That there is a purpose of God in my life, in our life. We fail to show that light to somebody. Number six, churches and pastors. Churches and pastors. Churches are very good to cover and put a basket on your face and you go. Right? So then we go. And pastors make sure that you come back to their church on next Sunday morning. Until you come back, don't open your mouth. I know a pastor. So don't talk to anybody when you come to church. Devil will come along with you. Don't talk. When you go home, don't talk. I know that pastor by name. Churches and pastors tell the disciples, sorry, tell the believers, it's my job to preach. It is my job to share the gospel. You need to just obey. You need to just obey. Churches and the pastors, they put a basket on believers' head so that the light of Christ will not come. But Jesus said, looking at everybody, those who have Jesus in their lives, you are the light of the world. There is a spirit behind these things. I want to talk a little bit more about it. It's a controlling and manipulating spirit. Don't keep our light under the basket. We need to come out of the basket because we have Christ in our lives. Can you say that with me? I have Christ in my life. We have Christ in our lives. That means we have the light. We have the light. First of all, we need to believe that I have that light in me. I have the light in me. I have the light of the world in my life. We need to believe that. And if we do not believe, we cannot certainly emanate the light to others. Number four. Now the light has to shine where? Can you go back to the first verse? The light has to shine where? Right. Light has to shine in the darkness. And where are the people? Light has to shine among men. First verse. Light has to shine among men. First verse. Matthew 5, 14 and 16. Let your light so shine before men. Light has to shine where? Before? Men means before people. Can you say that with me? Light has to shine before men. That means light has to shine before people. So number four, we need to be with whom? We need to be with people. Can you say that with me? It's important. We need to be with people for our lives to shine in front of them somebody cannot say that i will go deep into the forest and i will sit on a meditation i will continue to do meditation in my life no that's not jesus expected from you jesus expected your light to shine before men before people you know god cannot really use somebody who is not willing to face people 
You know, today people are afraid of facing people. Do you know that? People are afraid of talking to somebody. And God cannot do anything. Light of Christ cannot go through your life to, and affect somebody if you are afraid of talking to people. And Christ living inside of us need to be seen by whom? Seen by? People. And where are the people, by the way? Yes, we are the people, neighbors. And then who else? Your colleague, your students, fellow students, people who are living in the apartment, people you, you come across in the park, people who you, whom you come across when you go to go out to some places. So Christ living inside of us need to be seen by people around us. You know, think about Jesus. Whether Jesus hid himself from people anytime? Jesus was always with people. In fact, when I was reading the Bible, Bible uses a couple of, script, couple of words saying that great multitude followed Jesus and they thronged Jesus. Great multitude were following Jesus. And many had afflictions. And Bible says they were pressing on Jesus. And Bible also says the multitude were pressing on Jesus because they want to hear the word of God. Jesus did not avoid the crowd. He was just always in the middle of the crowd. He was always with people. You know, today what? If God starts using you, God has given you some ability, the world will start looking at you as a celebrity. Am I right? The world will start looking at you as a celebrity. Then you need what? You need some bodyguards around you. You cannot be with people then. You cannot be with people. And pastors will they made themselves as a saint. They think that you know they say that you know I pray for half an hour, I pray for one hour, two hours, three hours every day. I'm very holy. Holiness come can come in one someone's life only because Christ is in him or in her. Listen to me, it's important. And the same Christ is in somebody who calls himself as a saint. Same Christ is in your life too. In every life, those who gave their lives to Jesus. There's nobody is more spiritual than the other. No. Do not accept that fact. Today, sometimes, you know, we are gifted. God uses people. That's true. That's very true. Sometimes people say that just do not come near to me because I'm more anointed. Anointing is overflowing all around me. Don't come near me. You are important. You are anointed. You are a child of God. Only because Christ lives in you. The same way Christ lives in me. This morning we are talking about we need to be found in front of people. The lights we talked about, that light, listen to this, the light doesn't come into our lives because we are fasting, because we are praying three times a day, because we are doing something else extraordinary. No, light doesn't come in the inside of us because of those things. If, though, if light can come, listen to this, because of those things, Jesus would not have come to this world. We could obtain the light by ourselves. Nothing what we do 
Nothing is, can stand. Nothing can stand as a merit in front of God. Bible says everything that we do is a filthy rag. Nothing is worthy that it's able to bring the presence of God. No. Light of God. Light of the world does not come into our lives because of what we do. Not by our works, but by? But by? Grace. Not by our works, but by what? But by? Grace. Because God the Father was willing to send his son Jesus to this world, that light has come into my heart. Not because of anything that we do. No, we cannot achieve that light. All that God expects in us is an open heart to receive that light. Our righteousness cannot stand in front of God. We need to learn to be just ordinary, even if God uses. We just want to be, I just want to be ordinary, even if the church multiplies ten times. We just want to be found with people. We just want to be learned from Jesus. Learn from Jesus and look at some of those leaders you consider as leaders and pastors. Look at them, their lives. You just need to be just ordinary. You need to be just ground to the earth person. Jesus was and I want to be that way. You know, that's our attitude. That's the kind of attitude that we need to have. I want to talk one more thing this morning. Listen to this, it's important. There is nothing like separated life in the word of God. Listen to this. There is nothing like a separated life in the word of God. Living a separated life is not really outside of us. Living a separated life is inside of us. Can you repeat that with me? Living a separated life is not outside. It is inside of me. It is inside of me. You know, today churches preach, even today churches preach saying that you need to be separated from that wicked generation. You need to separate. You don't talk to them. You don't mingle with them. You need to be separated from that wicked generation. Listen to this. It's very important. I'm talking about Jesus. I just follow, want to follow him. Right? Jesus said, I send you, I'm reading from Matthew 10, 16. I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as dove. Jesus looking at the disciples and he said, I'm sending you into the world. Just go. Just go. Just don't separate yourself. Don't get, try to get, no, get separated. Separation happens inside the heart. All the Bible separation that the word of God is teaching about must happen within us, but not outside. And you know what? When the separation happens, the righteous is going to be separated from the wicked. When? On the judgment day. If you try to do it before, we are wrong. We are wrong. We are wrong. We cannot say that I am too holy. I belong to this group. I belong to this church. No, we cannot say that. Everyone is a child of God. Those, if Christ resides in our life, if we receive Jesus Christ in our lives, you are a child of God. You are a child of God. That separation happens inside of us. Jesus was known as friend of friend of sinners. Jesus was known as friend of sinners. I want to be like that way. Do you? 
Do you want to be? Are you sure? How many of you want to be friend of sinners? I know you won't raise your hand. I know you won't raise your hand because you are taught wrong. Listen to me this morning. Jesus was called as a friend of sinners. We need to be friend of sinners. I know it's hard for some of you to understand this, but you need to understand we are taught wrong. We are taught wrong. If Jesus was following that, and he was doing it for a reason, we don't want to just join with them and enjoy the world. No, that's not the purpose. That's what I said, separation happens inside. Jesus was sitting with the prostitute, but then he was not involved into anything. Separated. Jesus was sitting with the sinners and tax collectors and the Pharisees. Nothing was touching him. Totally separated. The separated life that word of God is talking about is not external separation. The moment we do that, we will not be able to continue to emanate our lights into this world. This is what I wrote. I can't, I can't talk it. I can just read it. Just listen carefully. Follow this with me, this quote, if you can. Never allow your lamp to be put under a basket. Don't act as a super spiritual and say that you are called to live a separated life. Bible is warning us not to have fellowship. It's a different word. Fellowship and partnership with unbelievers. Bible is very clear. Not to have any partnership with unbelievers. Do not be unequally yoked with unbeliever. Do not have partnership. Do not have communion. Bible is very clear about it. But Bible does not talk about any external separation in the New Testament. The separation Bible talks about is not the outside separation. It is internal separation. Listen to this. You must be separated from the world inside of you. There is no use being saying that I am separated, I am called out, no. Separation has to happen inside of us. Inner life of a child of God must be separated from the lies of the world. You know, I know how many of us, without any hesitation, we tell lie. In the workplaces we tell lies saying that I am sick today. How many of us do that? You are a Pentecostal believer. How can you do that? How can you do that? It's a lie. Separation happens to happen inside, not outside. Inner life of a child of God must be separated from the lies of the world, lust of the world, pride of the world, corruption of the world, craving nature for money, food, comfort, etc. Separation has to happen inside. Don't start hating and ignoring others by saying that you are called to live a separated life. There is nothing like a separated life. You are deceived by the false teachers who are trying to take control and manipulation over you. Look at Jesus. Listen to what he did, what he spoke. Jesus was found among the sinners, yet he never sinned. Meaning, he was totally separated inside. Just be found with ordinary people of all kind. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Never allow your lamp to be put under a basket. God has given us the equal anointing. God has given us the equal ability to minister to others. God has called each one of us. 
there is nobody greater nobody smaller no one is highly spiritual no one is low spiritual your spirituality everything can be summed up to your salvation nothing else if christ has not granted that salvation to you you are nothing we can do all sort of miracles we can do all sort of manipulations but it's not from god it's not from god and this morning we need to know we should not allow our baskets to be kept our lights to be kept under the basket number 5 the light is going to expose you the light is going to expose you so that men may see your what good works the light is going to expose us light has an its ability to expose stuff around that when light is seen all the things are seen light light is on all the things are seen you know the reason why many sins are done in the dark do you know that do you know that many sins are done in the dark yes why many sins are done in the dark because nobody will see but light has an ability to expose what is happening <coughs> so when light comes in our lives we say we have christ in us and we emanate light to others and we want to be real christians showing the love of christ jesus to all be done in 2 minutes so it's showing the love of jesus christ to everybody and when that happens it's going to expose our lives and men may see your good works what are some of those good works doing the right thing we want to do the right thing most of the time all the time doing those things that help others helping others doing those things that encourage others even if you take a phone call just try to encourage somebody try to encourage somebody they may be in a diff difficult situation they need just your encouragement good words those things which keep us godly good words and loving and caring others good works christ like characters in our lives good works when these things are exposed in our lives men will find light of god the light of the world christ through our lives you know god's purpose of for keeping us alive is to show jesus through our lives god cannot do it any any other way he has to do it through your life and allowing our lives to be changed allowing our lives to be used by god is very important for a child of god i would like to close with this summary if you have the summary slide I would like to summarize this way this morning we talked about can you have the slide whole slide we need light we need light and that light can comes from only from god through son jesus and once we accept jesus christ that light comes into our lives our light must be shining we need to continually maintain our spiritual life how do you do that by praying by reading the word meditating the word by listening the word you know by praying and you know worshiping god through many different ways we maintain that light in our lives our light must be continually shining number 3 our light must not be put under under a basket number 4 we need to be with people for light to shine before men just try to be with people you know sometimes we come across a situation you know i have seen people telling me if i go there i may sin that's the reason i'm not going i'm trying to separate from the world do you think that it's a right salvation do you think it's a right salvation if someone says that oh when i go there i may sin 
So that's the reason I'm not going there. Think about Jesus. That's why I said we need to learn to, to have that separation inside of us. You know, otherwise God cannot use us. Otherwise we are so afraid of looking at people. Otherwise we are so afraid of, you know, dealing with people. And we need to be very clear in this. We need more people to come to our church. That's very true. I got a, we got a call on the other day from someone and said, your church is full of CSI people. What is wrong? Supposed to be a Pentecostal church? Your church is full of CSI people now. I didn't get the call. If I would have got that, I want my church to be filled with the sinners. That's what I want to say. I want my church to be filled with sinners. They need to come to the cross. If I don't allow them into the church, inside my church, if I keep them only for spiritually filled people, how can somebody come to Christ? We need our church to be filled with the sinners. We need our church to be filled with those who have not tasted the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We need our church to be filled with those who are not baptized in water. We need people. We need people. We need to continue to emanate our light. That's the purpose that Jesus has in our lives. The light is going to expose in things in our lives. And we need to be ready for that. If we are afraid of that, you will get exposed. I question our salvation. We need to be open. We need to be transparent. So that when we are exposed, people will see the good work in our lives and follow Jesus. Shall we close our eyes?